Yo, this is V, aka Burning English. Nah. <laughs> Welcome to the Hear Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. Uh, it goes under the moniker Spiky Bebop for anybody who wants to find it online. Uh, it's pretty much something that I came up with as just a random mesh of names. You could put it in like a Wu Tang generator or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking of, you know, Cowboy Bebop and how much I revered and looked up to these characters that I forgot Wantanabe, I think his name is, or the creator of that series and comic book that, you know, got serialized as uh, anime back in the 90s. And, you know, the series and how I looked up to it. I'm a super nerd. So before I go into another tirade and rant of tangents, uh, hit the subscribe button, let someone know about my pieces it's pretty much been going on since 2020 i'm super excited to guest star on other people's podcasts i'm speaking it into existence until i actually sit down and put on the headset but then you know look at someone and then be like wait we're doing this outside and yes we're doing a podcast series outside and thank you for allowing me to smoke because i know a lot of places don't allow people to smoke indoors and or have these general conversations and I always want to have that open where I feel comfortable and I don't feel that I'm offended by me not being able to smoke my spliff. (laughs) Joking is only 70% you know I'm saying serious and 30% joke so that's pretty much all I want to just throw numbers out there to anybody. Shouts out to Mark Marin. Shouts out to all the West Coasters and anybody else that's pretty much your comedian's comedian. Pretty much like his favorite comedian. And shouts out to anybody else who, you know, is putting it down, keeping people laughing, doing cool shit behind the scenes, doing cool shit every day type deal. And I also, you know, want to branch out and do some other stuff and add some more flavors to different people's perspectives. As a writer, I never want to mince words and give, you know, opinions on things that I feel everyone should have their own opinion about, which is why I tend to not get into pop culture. I tend to not comment on what my other peers are doing so much in the realm of creativism because they're still doing it it's still happening right now it's really you know like an interesting aspect to look into because when you're commenting on something the thing is still happening so while that thing is still happening it's changing and the comment that you initially made you you have changed your opinion on later on when it's not even done yet (laughs) so for me i look at it as you know my fellow, you know, I guess I look up to it. I would never say fellow. He's a seasoned writer, Lupe Fiasco. And how he looked at, I say fellow Chicagoan because that's where we were from. Shouts out to 1st and 15th. Shouts out to <laughs> West Side of Chicago. And uh, where he's from, he was basically saying that as a creative, you look at yourself as a grain of sand. And all of these different waves of creativity come to you you know, and different fashions. So it comes to you this way, it comes to you another way, it comes to you this way, it comes to you that way. And you either process it or you try to analyze it, but then you got another wave of cool shit coming towards you. And you can never really truly say like, oh, well, that was that. 
you know what I'm saying, and it feels like this too, and that that kind of, not to say that he wasn't saying that, it kind of negates that, and I interpret it in many different ways, and that's how I know that I was onto something. Anytime I never come to a definitive answer on, you know, a topic, I know I've reached an impasse, or I've reached something that actually is of true substance. And I've always remembered those things, and it's not even to say on a philosophical aspect. So process all I'm saying, I'll slow down for a second. Let me hit my split for again. Okay, okay, okay. What's happening in society as a writer, as an artist, as an observer, you never want to get caught in giving labels on things that are constantly changing because you will feel different about said thing later on. It's cool to see how it's doing today, but then that's just one interpretation of it. It's multifaceted. Even going to an event, you sit down and you're witnessing an event. It's a total different event from this person to like 15 other people who are sitting right next to this person. By proximization. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but by proxy. You know, like, it's a really, really <laughs> collaborative thing of envisioning these different settings and envisioning uh, or taking on this mantle of being a writer. Now, generally other writers have different aspects or different things that they recommend to different writers, depending on their craft, depending on what it is that they want to personify. You could say I'm in the science fiction realm. So I'm over here where a lot of people smoke weed and trip on mushrooms and, you know, love watching science fiction movies over and over and over again. And to antiquity and back and then talking about it and quite possibly going and cosplaying these beings and going and talking to the creators and stuff like that. That's generally where I I skate around in. And I haven't gone to a con. Uh, I want to. Probably in like, what, five years now? It's got to be five years or wait more than that, like 2015, 2014. I think the last time I went was possibly in 2013. And the cool thing about it was that I got the opportunity to speak to the creators that I was a fan of. Like, these are really, really esteemed writers, like crazy creatives that I mean you have to look up to like Jack Kirby or something like that or someone who just I don't even know how they came up with these concepts in itself and I still to this day am thanking whoever it was that they gave them (laughs) mushrooms or whatever the case may be that they came up with these things that we are still inspired to this day and it's an amazing concept to see these characters reimagined and dreamed up in a different fashion and by different artists and by different imagineers and different writers it's so so cool to witness so with these considerations i always hold on one second let me light up keep in mind that i'm constantly you know looking at something and then getting a new thing that I'm gaining by looking at this thing, if that makes sense. And that's why I watch certain things over again. 
and it's not even in the fashion of you know meticulously going through something you don't have to do that as a writer I particularly as uh, my own self in the way that I think I always love how other writers or other creatives leave little you know tidbits or little notes or anecdotes that are quite funny and things that you know you usually wouldn't catch if you <laughs> were quick enough to see it the first time and even still you're like hey wait wait what did he say what did he say like <laughs> it's certain things like that that lead me to believe that you know I've always you know revered different storytellers and their techniques in doing so and it teaches me you know in my way in a linguistic fashion of how to communicate better not so much to make things sound wordy or to make it sound all brainiac like it's really to code switch you know what I'm saying and, and talk in a different way that other people will identify with that makes sense <laughs> because the same message can be correlated and when you think about it if one artist can do it then another artist can do it another way and and that leaves so much to the realm of possibility now you do have you know artificial intelligence and you have other different aspects that are coming to the forefront more so now than ever and then too now in the future and then the creative aspect of what someone means and what their art means will be as in another interpretation of what I'm just saying you know I'm saying if this program that someone put in is coming up with this then that is a possibility of an artistic expression that someone could readily pay for however <laughs> in the artistic integrity you know what I'm saying one in their non-mediocre fashion and higher higher hierarchical whatever societal view of what art is shall remain whatever it is that they all colloquially you know unanimously agree on <clears throat> as their own you know I guess bar for art they'll look at it and as I have you know interpret it in a fashion of like oh well wow and as in many artists, you know, you definitely want to look at something and then be like, yo, I could do that or well, I, I can do that too. And then, oh, oh, wow, that's cool, you know, combination. Never in the jealous fashion of saying like, <laughs> oh, it's just a computer. Oh, man, ain't nobody, man, somebody just programmed that shit in, man. Ain't nobody like that. Like, no, I, I generally won't say that. I always say that the possibilities and you know given the imagination of what the combinations that people can come up with definitely can make something uh, quite amazing and just me speaking on this I've created a story in my second book and third book talking about this where uh, it's definitely a synthoid type machine and I actually call them C-Y-F-R-U-I-D or C-Fruits and a different type of Manfroid differentiating from all the other different species that I have in my story on Celestial. The Celestial is the planet. And so, you know, before people get lost in <laughs> whatever it is in this grand scheme of story that I have, it's very simplistic in how I, you know, fashion it out in each of the stories and flush them out. Each one has their own account 
of the first, you know, minutes that someone wakes up from this time of forgetfulness. And I give those fashions and each person doing their own things in an own way. Certain people have already been active and doing things, you know what I'm saying? Like riding on horses, like doing crazy shit, riding with marauders and riding with bandits. Other people wake up in an almost amnesiatic fashion and then start, you know, recounting certain things and remembering <laughs> so that they can better communicate with everyone else. Other people do other stuff, but that's life, right? So with me and looking into, you know, this possibility of futurism or uh, as they call this, I was like, yo, well, I definitely want to make it something of what dreams may come. I love that story. I love the colors. I love everything about, you know, this sense of afterlife-isms and someone willing to explain somewhat of this thing of purgatory, which is only of a dreamscape or what someone has mentioned, I don't know, over a few hundred years, right, as a concept. So for me, I was like, yo, yo, I'm going to have this dude, you know what I'm saying, wake up on this bus and there's all these other synthetic people waking up on this bus and then they ride it, and it's like electricity running all throughout the bus. And they all just got it running through their bodies and stuff. And so then they ride into this, you know what I'm saying, cloud. And it's a electric cloud. And then everybody disappears and it goes black. And then he wakes up in another place. <laughs> you feel me? And then from there, he starts flying around. It's like a dreamscape. It's like... You know what I'm saying? Outer space, but it's a whole nother realm. You know, it's something from like Adventure Time. But then too, it's like insane. Like, <laughs> apologies for saying like so much. It's just, I get really excited when I explain certain parts of my stories and characters. I don't even know if it's a thing like regional where people are explaining stuff and they're, they go into this uh, Reddit readily or Reddit word and They'd be like, 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 oh my, like, 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 like. <laughs> anyway, the story is really cool, and I, I really have developed this from this interpretation of what I consider a new way of looking into, or science fiction way of looking into this concept of thought. And I don't go into, you know, other theoretics or I don't even call it like theologyisms or whatever you want to call it when it comes to this philosophical you know nature versus nurture argument I just wanted to go into as <laughs> excuse me a thing of thought at itself at its base you know beyond all things you know this thing thinking of itself naturally going out and expressing you know its curiosity as to what it is that it is witnessing versus a already ready-made answer and you know going through it in the fashion that a young person would but being an adult and still you know having this assessment you know going through you know the mental catharsis of you know self-doubt and all these other different things but still, you know, unanimously flying through the air, you know, speaking with other creatures that, you know, know things, but they don't explain. It, it's a really, I, I call it like an Alice in Wonderland type of aspect that I put in the story. And I literally did. And I, I'll add on to it now that I'm mentioning it now. 
um, I want to add more to this story and I left it off, you know, explaining certain things, but then they were just like playing uh, a game and it was kind of like a cosmic game, but an illusion uh, to uh, what it was that I want to implement later on and quite possibly have him incarnate or something like this uh, back on Celestial. But I've really, there's certain things that I want to explain and certain things that I won't. So <laughs> I'll leave that one and, and I'll pretty much meditate on that and work on that uh, today or tomorrow. We'll, we'll see on that. But thank you guys for listening to the podcast series. I appreciate it. Seriously, uh, hit the subscribe button. Let someone know about the podcast series. Uh, series. And then be like, hey, he should guest star on something because I think he really would be, I don't know, a really interesting guest to talk to and pick his brain on. I don't know. He talks about science fiction and things, and I think he smokes weed. Yes. First and foremost, I, what? I will not sit in a room and talk on whatever, and we can't smoke weed in there? What? I can't smoke my spliff in there? Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> shouts out to anybody on the West Coast making podcasts. Continue and uh, peace.